welcome to another episode of Living an Ultra Life. My name is Mike, and this week I want to talk to you about something that probably really haven't heard too much about because I don't think a lot of people are talking about it in the running community, but it's not just for running. This is kind of like, this is a running and life tip. So you're getting like a, a double whammy here for taking the time to listen to Living an Ultra Life. The thing I want to talk to you about today is building resiliency to take your life and your running to a new level. This is that thing that very, very seldom talk about, but it could be as important as other focuses in building that running endurance. So I was coming off my last training block as a runner, and I realized that in order for me to reach a new level, I needed to shake some things up in my running. I was just coming off a training block that was all about getting as much vertical as possible as, as a flatlander can get. I had set a goal to do 20,000 vertical feet in a month. And in Flatlanderville, that is really difficult to do. I ended up with 25,000 vertical feet of climb in the month. And so it was a great training block. I, I realized that I had hit every level that I needed to do, but it was because I had challenged myself. I am now in that stage of I'm trying to build a 200-mile endurance body. And so I realized this next training block was going to be about a six-month training block. And I knew that there was something missing. And so... I worked with Chris Guerra of Forge Glory Athletics, who's a sponsor of the show and very wise man. You know, I kind of chatted with Chris off and on and we both knew that I needed to do something a little bit different with my approach to training. And I've always taken my training seriously. I've been running 11 years now. I started out as a 240 pounder, 47 years old. And I knew right from the get-go, I wasn't gonna achieve any of my running or fitness goals without being serious about my training. I spent time studying and incorporating better running mechanics, nutrition, stretching, different forms of training in order to build a durable running body. I spent time studying the mental and emotional aspects of endurance running in order to overcome a defeatist and inferiority mode of thinking, which derailed many of my ultramarathon races in the beginning before I even towed the start line. So I knew that there was something else lurking behind the scenes that we're going to change not only my approach to endurance running, but also the way I approach life and the future as a now 58-year-old. And, you know, it's really weird because suddenly everywhere I turned, this one word kept popping up. And I'm just bright enough to know that if I keep on seeing that same word, I need to pay attention when this happens because something's about to change. So that one word that I kept seeing all the time was resiliency. And it may just be a word that a lot of us need to get really familiar with in these turbulent and chaotic times. What is resiliency and why could resiliency be important to our lives? Merriam-Webster Online Dictionary actually has two definitions for this word, resiliency. Both are appropriate for this discussion. The first definition is the ability of something to return to its original size and shape after being compressed or deformed. So as a runner, you may be familiar with this, but it's easy to understand that one of the most important tools in running uses this definition of resiliency in order for us to run without injury. See, we're not going to go far in running without good shoes. So there's this huge debate about whether you should rotate your running shoes and whether it actually does any good to rotate your running shoes or not. 
I believe that rotating shoes makes them not only less stinky, but I also do believe that it allows that midsole foam to decompress a little bit and restore itself a little bit to the shape that it was originally when I started running in it. I believe I get more miles on my shoes. I also believe I'm doing my feet a good favor. There's a couple good articles that will talk about rotating your shoes. Uh, Running Canada magazine has an article, Five Reasons to Rotate Your Running Shoes. Read it. If you buy off on it, that's fantastic. The second definition given by Merriam-Webster Online Dictionary may be the thing that carries a little more weight and makes this resiliency word a little more understandable. Resiliency in this definition is an ability to recover from or adjust easily to adversity or change. So when we take this definition along with the first definition and apply them to our ability to run long distances, it makes resiliency just sort of pop off the page and go, oh yeah, that might be the thing I need to do. When we begin building bodies that can pop back into shape after hard outing quickly, we reduce our chances of injury. That's how to apply the first definition of resiliency, and I'm going to go into some details of how to do that here in a little bit. But when we're able to recover or adjust easily to adversity of change in our running routines, as well as build bodies that are able to reset with ease, suddenly our resilience and thus our endurance climbs to whole new levels. When we begin to build resiliency into our training, we build a whole new level of fun and joy into our running. The best quote I saw for resiliency as a runner was in this Finish Line blog. The post was called, What Has Running Taught You About Resilience? And basically an interview with a couple different runners about what resiliency has taught them as runners. This one quote just sort of sums up why this should be an important term to you as a runner. Resilience means you have the strength to handle whatever is thrown at you, whether it be unpredictable or an ongoing challenge. That speaks to the importance of developing something that we all have inside of us already, but few will focus on building a lasting resiliency that will enable us to overcome all the obstacles thrown in our paths. One of the other places that I kind of stumbled upon this importance of resiliency is somebody told me about a book, and the book's called Resilient, Restoring Your Soul in These Turbulent Times. It's by John Eldridge. It speaks to using tools to build spiritual resilience. And I decided I could take those same tools and build resilience in every aspect of my life. Another article that's been helpful in structuring resiliency training into my everyday routine was actually by Flomentum. Flomentum is actually a, um, a vitamin. Uh, I don't know what other way to say it, but uh, Flomentum, you guys can use your imagination and figure out what it is they're selling you on. But they had this great blog article on five ways to build resilience. I, it, the, it'll be in the show notes. You can read it if you want to. I read the article and I was really glad I read it because it gave me, you know, a different perspective. Um, these three diverse sources kind of give us a clue of what it's going to take to build resiliency. So that's the background information. Everything will be in the show notes. But here's the three steps that I have begun to develop as I develop this resiliency into my training. So the first step is probably going to come as a surprise. All right. This step is called creating elasticity. 
So elasticity is how an object can bounce back to its original shape. As a runner, this is the ability to not only be stretching properly, but it's also the ability to recover from obstacles and misfortunes and continue moving forward. As an endurance runner, you've got to be able to shake off the things that don't go right in a run or a race and continue to move forward strongly. You know, when you watch these phenomenal athletes go out and do Western States, Camille Heron in the 2022 Western States, my goodness, I I have such admiration for this woman. The things that she overcame late in the race to not only finish, but finish amazingly strong points towards resilience. She bounced back from the obstacles, the misfortunes, and she just moved forward, and she moved forward stronger than she was before. That's a lot of mental work, but I've also taken and I've developed elasticity in my runs during my training. So what I'll do is I'll throw an obstacle into a run. So not long ago, I was running on a trail in one of our local state parks in Hampton Roads, and this trail kind of runs along one of the trails, Osprey, runs along kind of a very, very soft beach, and I usually avoid this beach like a plague and just sort of try to find the hard places and, you know, the hard sand and everything. Because if you get off the trail on this beach area, it's really soft sand and it's really hard to run in. And so I just decided, okay, rather than doing the easy stuff, staying on the trail, I jumped off the trail. I ran on the beach and I ran down about a mile on the soft sand and ran back to where I got on the sand again and then continued on my run. I'll try to find a water crossing in my runs or a steep hill or I'll throw something into my training run to build something to overcome. For me, it's all go, okay, I'm going to run this next half mile as fast and hard as I can and I'm on a 20 mile run. So what I'm trying to do is task my body with something other than just clicking off the mileage which is kind of what as endurance runners tend to focus on is just get in the miles, just get in the miles. And, or I'm doing hills today, so I got to do the hill miles, got to do the hill miles. Well, I'll take and I'll throw something else in there so that I have something to overcome. I try to make the runs harder so that I'm always building elasticity into my run. The elasticity is if I build it into my training runs, when I get into a race like my 200 miler coming up in February, I'll be able to shake off all the stuff that happens much easier and continue to move forward strongly. So, you know, throw your routine off and recover and that will begin to build elasticity, which is going to go a long way towards developing resilience. Living an Ultra Life is brought to you by Forge Glory Athletics. Forge Glory Athletics is a science-driven, client-proven, premier running company that instills strong introspective pillars through disciplines of movement that award personal growth in multiple aspects of the athlete's life without injury. We must find the light within ourselves before others can follow. Christopher Ware. There's a lot of statistics that point towards the time that the average American spends on their smartphone. Statista.com, which is S-T-A-T-I-S-T-A.com, states that the average person spends five to six hours on their smartphone. This is the step I call unplugging. Just simply reduce the amount of time 
that I spend reading news, reducing the amount of time I spend on social media, and reducing the amount of time I spent playing games on my phone. And I'm not done yet because what I found is that by reducing this stress in my life, I'm building resiliency to be able to recover better, have better endurance, and not give in to the temptation to compare myself to everybody else. You know, running is not this comparison where you're comparing yourself to somebody else. Running is this thing where you're comparing yourself to you. Are you getting better every run? Are you improving every run? Are you doing what you need to do to stay on top of your running game? If you're just not comparing yourself to anybody else, you're actually advancing yourself, not just in your running, but you're also advancing yourself in your life because now all of a sudden, you know, you realize that, hey, this is, this is an experiment of one and running is all about me versus me. You know, you compete only with yourself in developing the kind of body and mind that can withstand the stresses of life and running and bounce back healthier and stronger. Unplug. See what happens. The third step and the last step to building resiliency is to be okay with less than perfect. This was a hard one for me because I thought that I had to do everything perfectly. I thought I had to do things right all the time to be the kind of person that would build you know, respect and that kind of stuff. And I realized, you know what? I had to be okay with less than perfect. I can tell when I'm getting into a poor running posture by the way that my feet actually hit the surface. And so what I've started to do in order to build resiliency into my life is rather than continue to just slay the miles, I'll just stop and I'll picture myself running with good posture and proper form and then I'll start running again and listen to see how my feet are landing. So I do strength training. It helps me to keep better posture and form for longer periods of time. I stretch before and after runs, just enough to allow my body to recover quicker. I pay attention to what I eat and drink in order to fuel my body properly and not have to detox on a regular basis. And lastly, I don't allow negative thoughts headspace in my heart, mind, and soul. Now, many people will call this type of training mindfulness. I call it living life to the full, living an ultra life, in other words. And this is all part of my resiliency training. See, building resiliency can lead to a whole new level of living life, and running without injury is just a side bonus. When we begin to take the steps necessary to live a life able to withstand the stresses and the flow of life, we allow ourselves the space to be better humans. And that's worth the time to add a new twist to our training all by itself. So that'll do it for this week's episode of Living an Ultra Life. Build that resistance and see what happens. <laughs>